everything that I'm really, really passionate about, like so like music, film, gaming, I try my best to just study the craft. And um, that's all I really did. I was just, I remember vividly like sitting in front of my TV. Um, ew. Sitting in front of my TV. Is that me? <laughs> I think that was definitely me. <laughs> that was that was this liquid in my throat. Pause on that. Big I'm pause. Big pause. <laughs> Epic pause. Yeah, what the yo. fuck was that, man? Yo. I'm marking that right now. We're so happy that you downloaded. Yo, 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 what's going on out there, world? How we doing and shit? Welcome to Steezy's Trap House. This is your boy, Steezy, and it is show motherfucking 237. Yep. Sorry, people, I had to rush in there because I totally wasn't paying attention. I was trying to do two things at once and missed my mark, missed my post. That's radio talk. I don't know if you people at home know what I'm talking about, but... Missed my post a little bit coming in here, so it's okay. You know, we, we still doing it. I'm still professional in this bitch. But telling all of you that I missed the post, it doesn't matter. Welcome to Steezy's Trap House. This is your boy, Steezy. It is show number 237. We out in this motherfucker. If you didn't know, it's a beautiful Thursday evening. I'm sweating my ass off already in here, and my phone is being loud as fuck while I'm recording Instagram stories at the same time. <laughs> <sighs> that was a long breath. A lot of words and one breath. I really need to calm down and take a breath real fast. I hope you at home are having as lovely as a day as I am. I just had a lovely three-hour nap after I ate some straight medium-rare Wagyu beef. Good God, that shit put me down like a fucking rhinoceros mm-hmm. with a tranquilizer in his ass, and it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Cross for myself, we have two individuals here in the trap house. One has been here before. On microphone, I mean, he's been in the trap house many times before, but this is his second time in a show, and the other first time in the trap house ever, and first first time on the trap house as well. I will I will go ahead and introduce this man first because fuck that other guy. (laughs) First up, (laughs) first up, we have quite a. I was gonna say, man, you've got like a laundry list of of things that you do, so I can't even I can't even like go through all of them myself. We've Word. got we've got the man Ronnie creates in this bitch. Pleasure to be here. Pleasure. Yes, yes, indeed. Do you, great things. Do you want to do a, a quick run through of all the things you do before we actually talk about them? Um, so people first can get and an idea. foremost, I'm a DJ. Secondly, I'm an investor, but um, I just come up with different ideas and I try to flex my entrepreneurial spirit. But it all started with um, two turntables and a mixer, straight up. <laughs> Which is ill. <laughs> like people don't even understand the power of hip hop. And like what it could do for your life if you you know like use properly in the correct manners. Yeah. Facts. Yep, for sure. And over here to the left, we got the man Fred Diesel in this bitch. Yo, yo, what's good, y'all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Newly minted as a uh, a married man, I must oh, say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, got the ring and shit going hey. on. Yeah, Locked yeah. Down. Congratulations <laughs> to you, sir. Thank you, thank you. You can get the microphone even closer to you too. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Yes, yes, yes. Like. Pull it in there. Get, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just nice re- deep black. Real uncomfortable. <laughs> like, yes, yes. 
Uh, if both of you want to shout out any social medias where people can find content and whatnot along those lines, now is your time. Go. Um, yeah. You guys want to check out uh, my blog, godscreate.com. We have all kind of merchandise. You can find me on Instagram at Ronnie Creates and on Twitter at God's Create. Boom. Yeah. And you can follow my life at I am Fred Diesel on Instagram for various hip hop videos from shows, just selfies and all that good stuff. <laughs> 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 selfies, yeah. selfies are important. They are for very, sure. very important. Know what, what your boy looks like. Yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. <laughs> You can download, subscribe to the show for free, as always. Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, off the website, any of those places. Always for free. Subscribe to that shit. Give us a couple downloads and a couple listens. And uh, share with your friends, you know? Share with your friends. Always. Support us by using our Amazon link. Anytime you use our Amazon link to buy shit on Amazon, they kick us money back for free, and it doesn't cost you anything extra whatsoever. Pretty fucking good situation for both people. I'd say it's a win-win. You are going to buy your shit that you buy on Amazon anyways, and we get money. Boom. Done. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. Uh, represent.com. If you'd like to buy a t-shirt to support the show, by all means, do that over there. You can find some trap house wear for your clothing needs. If you are clothing deficient, you can go over there. You know what I mean? And social media, Twitter at Steezy Trap House, Instagram at STH Show, Facebook, like that page, Join our Facebook group. It is called STH Show as well. And you can send us an email, steeziestraphouse at gmail.com. If you have any questions for us to answer on the show, if you would like to record a voice note on your phone and send it over, you can email that to us and I can play it on the show. And then I can make fun of you after, which is always fun, I got to say. And if you'd like any free stickers, send me an email, send me a DM, whatever. <laughs> Do I have to do that right now? Can mm-hmm. I get a free sticker? Oh no, you're getting you're you're getting free stickers for sure. That's uh that's I just the let's get it. Yeah, that's the uh the liberty of actually being here in person. But for all you other motherfuckers who aren't as uh, honored to be in here, you know, because it is an honor. Just send me your address and I will mail you a sticker for free. One sticker, not two, not five. God damn it, one sticker because I'm the one paying for the postage over here. All right. <laughs> Fuck you humanitarian. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know. Boom, plugs, done, son. <sighs> Don't forget to tag the trap. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Fred Diesel. My bad, Gosh. yes. And hit that hit that tag the trap whenever you have a sticker placed somewhere, whether it's on your own property or somebody else's property. Feel free to take a picture of that. Use the hashtag tag the trap. Send it over to me. I'll repost it. All that good shit. Yes, yes, yes. Ha-ha, now I am actually done with the plugs. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> so my man, Ronnie. What's up? Where are you from originally, might I ask? I'm originally from New York City. Word. Manhattan. Word. Yeah, but so I lived in the Bronx, too. That's where my dad's from. My dad's from the Bronx. Okay. So how many, were you, like, going back and forth in between Manhattan yeah, and the Bronx? Lived, or? Yeah. As a youth, that's what I did. Like, a small kid, back and forth in the Bronx. Then um, I spent some time out in New Jersey. So I would go from um, New Jersey to uh, Manhattan, like, weekly. Then I moved down here to Florida. Now, as a Florida boy who has never been to Jersey, mm-hmm. is all of the stereotypes correct? Or Yes. Okay. And, but, I mean, sometimes, you know, stereotypes Explain are stereotypes. Further. <laughs> Explain well, further, I was just please. up there. Um, you know, have you ever seen the shirt, like, New Jersey, America's armpit? No, I haven't. <laughs> 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 that's, 
I have not. If but you've that's... driven on like the New Jersey Turnpike, you're gonna be like, ah, oh, yeah, it probably smells like armpit. Damn. But nah, <laughs> we're on on the rail though, New Jersey's tight. Like I got a lot of loved ones up there, and um, it's building, it's growing like crazy. Like New York and New Jersey. I don't know how people are are even gonna live there. Honestly, it's just so damn expensive. But it's what in New York or, bro, or Jersey? It's crazy. Oh yeah, man, that shit is insane. Yeah, like they're really developing. I hit that romantic period of because I've been in Florida my whole life basically. Right. I hit that romantic period in my early twenties of like man, because I'm a skateboarder too. I was like, man, I want to fucking go to New York. Right. I want to make it work out there. I want to skate every day in the fucking streets. You know. Yeah. I want to live that lifestyle. And then you get to that point where reality sets in, and you're just like, "Hmm, it's probably not the probably not the best option for me, honestly." Right. I mean, there's so many other things you could have done in New York besides skate, but oh yeah, most definitely that whole you know allure of going to the big city, you know, and then you realize you got everything you need right now and get to work. Exactly. My whole point about it is is that I'm living in the South where it's easy to make my rent it's easy to save money and mm. i can go visit new york multiple times in the same year if i want to that's real and that's exactly what i've been doing so yeah. it's like I, I can go for three four days enjoy myself and be the fuck out and not have to worry about hustling my ass off to make rent because that's how it is in new york pretty much yeah that's real so how many years were you there for up oh north? man i mean i've been there my whole entire life uh my mom still lives up there so oh, you know, when i'm not working or when i was in high school like high school um you know i would just go but when did you move to florida here, officially um, when i was 14 that was like 2004 to orlando or down south i moved or? to um daytona area palm coast kind of where i know um my boy fred how do you feel about <laughs> daytona I, I i hear people kind of like jersey i have i hear people have like Mixed opinions about Daytona. Daytona. I've never, I don't really frequent Daytona, honestly. So I'm not going to, you know, I, like I said about Jersey, I, I haven't been to Jersey, so I can't, dis, I can't cast dispersions upon it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll say I have a different outlook just because uh, what I've been able to do there. Okay. I feel like I'm a, it's in a position for people like myself, like young spirited entrepreneurs to come in and like build it. And it's starting to happen. It has a lot of potential for tycoon type people to come there and like get it to a Miami or a Lauderdale. Revamp. That takes innovation. Revamp some yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. It's Word. like right on the cusp of that. Word. And like even if you look at like, not to get all serious and shit, but like the real estate market and all that area, like Holly Hill and like that shit's starting to boom a little bit too. So you're starting to see that you know revamping gotcha same thing that's happening in um orlando here like oh yeah like don't sleep on this place no there's a lot of young people doing ill stuff oh yeah come up oh yeah the the culture scene here is absolutely insane very underrated in america right exactly why i do this podcast to literally talk to all these people doing dope ass shit here facts like I'm definitely plugged in the O, so it was really good to make this connection, too. You know, especially DJing. You know, I made a lot of friends out here. Yeah, most definitely. So speaking of, yeah, speaking of music, on the music tip, so where where did you start, like, or, like, what music was being played for you in the house growing up? Oh, man. Both of my parents are, like, they are music collectors in themselves. So Always a good thing. Oh, yeah, like all that soul stuff, you know, Luther Vandross, that's my favorite singer, and that's my parents' favorite singer. Facts. I'm like a Luther baby, probably, like literally. (laughs) Uh, Stuff like that, Um, like the OJ's sample that I was playing, stuff, you know, like the fire soul. And um, 
I would sneak away and get a little hip hop from my pops, you know. Okay. He would have the Ready to Die and the Doggy Style. Okay. And I was like, whoa, the Chronic. Like, like this blew my mind. Like when it was coming out. Yeah, like time? when it Damn. was out. Like so, okay. I had exposure quick and early. So. Damn. My dad also coached basketball, so I used to ride as a little kid with the the team. And obviously, at the time, they was playing all that the '90s golden era stuff. Yep. You know what I mean? So I was like right in the thick of it. Also, uh, my cousin uh, Raymond, shout out to my uh, little cousin T Diamond. She's a rapper out of um, Harlem. But my cousin Raymond, he used to um, DJ for Terror Squad. Oh shit! Ooh, yeah, Terror so Squad like, it. damn TS. I had a lot of exposure to that early. You know, damn, that's Word. crazy, bro. Yeah. So would you see him like cutting it up and well, spinning? Well, he would and shit? cut at like barbecues for the fam and stuff. Oh. But he had the record. Like he would bust, bring in the crates. Like, oh, like, Yo, this is crazy. <laughs> Damn. So you were getting like a full on hip hop DJ one hundred and one sure. lesson from a young age. For sure. And like, That's it sick. didn't. Both my, like I said, my parents were collectors, so it was like it was so natural, bro. I can't even explain it. I was just always there. And then once I got on Michael Jackson, it was done. Done, son. That's when like, <laughs> I became a performer. Word. You know what I'm saying? And dude, I just always had a thing for music. Like I thought I was a freak. You know what I mean? Like how much <laughs> I like hoarded it. I have albums like to this day, like stacks in cases, like three of the thick binders. I still have that. Damn, son. And I have, like, over, <laughs> like, 1,500 records. <laughs> you know, I'm a vinyl guy. Damn, son. So, like, I got all this stuff from my parents, estate sales and stuff like that. And Estate um, sales are the fucking best. Bro, I came up on this, like, dude that died. He was, like, this sole Caribbean Jamaican cat. He had, like, this soul fusion reggae oh, dub, like, Barrington Levy, like, crazy Bob Marley stuff on wax. Shouts to that guy. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. I don't even know his <laughs> name. <laughs> hey, you're 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 keeping his memory strong Facts, though. I am most definitely. I got those at the crib, and um, I gotta start rocking with more estate sales, man. I do not be fucking with those like I should be. That and those um storage wars. <laughs> uh, Yo, I don't even know. Wars. I don't even know what storage wars is. Is that? That's when um. Am I am I showing how lame I am right nah, now? Nah, <laughs> nah. That's um when people like they made a show out of it called Storage Wars, but like people go to auctions and they au- au- auction. Excuse me storage units that people don't claim or stop paying bills on okay so they'd be finding anything in oh there. so it's just like all up for grabs or, yes or, and the people be having like yeah. treasure chests in there. in there it's just like a fast look at it and then what's so like bid? damn yeah they built a show where like they battle it out okay oh. anyway like battling like fighting like they punch each other nah they <laughs> like say oh i'll bid a hundred thousand or like some obscene price <laughs> that pussy shit i want to see, see some niggas fighting each other over this yeah, shit over come on come on celebrity death match yo yeah. real shit real shit bring uh what's his name mills lane back and then do the storage wars celebrity <laughs> death yeah. match yes yeah but uh yeah no i i gotta get into that man like do you be frequenting those a lot like what the storage or the estate sales or any of those nah, like, that was one that was just kind of down the street from my crib it was just like meant to be my whole career has been meant to be moments like that i got gotcha. you but um, back to uh, shout out my boy Justin. I wanted to get to this part when I was such a music collector. Like I don't know if you remember the Walkmans when you just had the CD. Some yeah. of y'all young folks yeah. don't know. <laughs> back in my day, yeah. I used to have one CD that I had to rock out on the bus. <laughs> yup, and you had to hold it in yeah. a specific way so that motherfucker did not skip. So that, unless you had the skip protector, yeah. which didn't come that on until work. later. Yeah, yeah, that hardly worked for me. Exactly. But like, you had to have that one album, so you better make sure it was a doozy. <laughs> so, but I'm that, ma- but that's almost—I'm sorry to interrupt. That is what's crazy about those days, though. It's like because 
if you had if you had the Walkman, I mean, you only had that one CD to go off of, so you had to make sure that that was your shit, like, oh, yeah. always. Mm-hmm. And you had to get used to that shit bumping nonstop Facts. all day, every day. Ready yeah. to die. But, like, that really <laughs> that helps shit. me know now in the streaming era, like, what quality content is. What sticks out? Yeah, because I, if I listen to that or think about those albums, like, what was it? Shoot. Marshall Mathers LP. That mm. was something that was like stuck to my Walkman. Freaking 50. Get Rich or Die Trying. Feel like, that. You know what I'm saying? Like Mace, Puff, Ready to Die. All that stuff I said earlier. Like that was the Walkman quality. Word. But um, I remember like when I was about 12, 13, the iPod came out. It was over for me. Yeah, that was that a was game changer for word. sure. Word. Like yeah. that. And then the time I went to summer camp and this kid told me about Napster. Bro, that kid changed my life because that Damn. seed became a career for me. Damn, son. Like, I, I wish I could find that kid. Were you early on the Napster train? Very. Because I was probably around 10, and I heard about it at a summer camp from an older kid because I would hang out with the older cats because I was like, oh, pussy's my age, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to learn some game, and he gave me some game. <laughs> yeah, put you on. <laughs> yeah, the Napster. I went, you mean you, I could get free music out of the air? Whenever? What? <laughs> Yo, I did come out of my room for like three weeks from that. Real shit. And man. like that was when Ja Rule was hot. I was downloading all that Ja. He's <laughs> <laughs> murder. All that. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yeah. I was very late to the uh, the downloading train, man. Word. I was not allowed to uh, be on the computer doing such things like that. That's probably a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the society we're in. Is it though? To appreciate, you know. Oh, yeah, no, most definitely. That. Most definitely, hell yeah. Cause like it's definitely nuts. That's out the window now. Yeah, yeah it's it's just like yo, I, I could say some things about that, but I'm yeah. just gonna <laughs> let that one slide. Yeah, let it. I'm gonna pass on that yeah, one. <laughs> it's like when you see kids like in the airport line, just hunched over a tablet. Yeah, just not even. Yo, seriously, I I saw this will ever forever stay in my memory. Like this this family was in front of me, and this kid is sitting on the ground in the the security line at TSA, and he's looking at his tablet. And he's just looking at his tablet, and the line is moving, and the parents move forward like three or four steps. And they're still talking. They're not even paying attention to the kid. Right. And I'm behind them with the kid in front of me, and I'm like, yo. And then they turn around, and they're like, oh, oh, come here, little Billy. <laughs> it's like five or six seconds before People they even be realize their yeah, kid wasn't man. even fucking <laughs> with them. Literally, though, it's literally. the Matrix, bro. Nick, yeah. I could have took that kid and just, just walked, walked away. Off. That's yeah. it. Exactly. At any moment. So. And, like, that really happens, though. That's not even like a, like... Exactly. Tongue in cheek. Exactly. That's when the kids get snatched, unfortunately. That's what I'm saying, man. And we're so freaking consumed. Like, we were talking off um, air about the social media cleanse, you know? That's part of it. I don't, I'm trying to control that cyborg nature they're trying to create for us. Real shit. You know what I'm saying? Do you want to explain your your social media break real fast right now? Yeah. I'm I'm very envious. Yeah, I'm just taking a a week and a half. You know, I did it earlier in the year, right before my birthday. Um, I can hear myself think I've been writing like crazy. Like I wrote so much stuff, like just what I want to manifest. You when feel you, me? when you do your break, do you just delete all the apps off yeah, your phone? All the apps, you know, and I consider YouTube, <laughs> uh, social media, but I couldn't get rid of that one. I feel that. <laughs> like, <laughs> YouTube is like, that's my favorite thing on the planet. I was going to say too. And then you can possibly discover new music through youtube also oh so yeah i feel like that's that's probably an outlet you need to keep around more yeah than for sure and just 
I get really fueled by, like I said, podcasts. Like I'm super into audio and video digesting of media. Like I feel like I'm such a sponge, and that's part of my success. I feel like too is just I'm obsessed with like the information. Most definitely, that's what's and up. YouTube. I uh, I believe is the that's human consciousness in video format, straight up. Word. You know, so like I really digest for sure. So when did you get like? When did you get the idea in your head after watching your cousin spinning and shit? When did you get the idea to like, all right, I want to try to get some decks myself and that, I want to do this? That didn't come till like way later. So okay, like okay. Wait, let's not up, skip there. Yeah, <laughs> I ended up, I was always musical just naturally as we talked about. And so I got into like school band. I played saxophone uh, since the third grade. I played sax. Um, then I you still play. No, not. I can, but I okay, don't. Word, word, word. Um, I got into bass guitar when I was a teen. Shout out to my uncle. He he bought me one of those. Hell yeah. Um, so I just kind of fiddled around. And um, I did marching band, uh, orchestra, did choir, did everything. Damn, son. Yeah, like everything. I tried everything. And, oh, um, so you got pipes too, huh? I'm trying to revive it now in the productions that I got coming out. So For we'll sure. see where it goes. Okay, okay. I'm being more okay. vocal though. Hell yeah, that's but, what's um, up. That's what's up. <laughs> You uh, hear that, people at home? He's got pipes. I'm calling it now. <laughs> he got pipes. Um, He's not agreeing with me. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't until I went away to college, FAU, my first year, where I really got away. And I found people, and I found specifically a person, like one of my best friends, Mark Kincaid. He's a DJ from in L.A., um, producer. He works in the industry as well, um, tech companies with this company called Mixbank, and they're doing like big things in the space word um him and i linked up and i was like holy smokes like you're actually another person with a hundred thousand songs in your itunes like what i'm not a freak <laughs> dude i feel that shit too though because i've had multiple libraries disappear on me and yeah. it's sad oh I f- <laughs> <laughs> bro you're, i i have lost so much music hard drives Man, it, it hurts every fucking time. Yeah, every fucking time. Yeah, I really haven't had that issue in this era because I'm so like seasoned with it, especially being a professional. Exactly. I, my backup, my libraries. There's other yep. DJs like that I've tutored and have helped forward that have my libraries within theirs. Word. So like, exactly. I continue to like live if I ever go down. You it's funny. It's funny though that that you brought that up though because like with our generation growing up with LimeWire and yeah. Napster and all that shit, that was part of the lesson that you had to learn. You get brought in that world very quick, quickly, and you're like, oh my god, I can get all this music for free Facts. whenever I want. Facts. And then next thing you know, you done fucked up your computer or some shit with a virus or something right. like that, and then it all just goes away like that. It's crazy because that triggers something for me right now. Is like I had the pleasure of becoming a DJ in this really awesome sweet spot, and I would honestly say it's like a technological sweet spot that's in every industry. But, like, going from analog to, like, a digital type of interface. I was going to say. You know, like, when I came in, it was analog because we had 1200s techniques, yep. like, turntables. And, you know, that's when I started doing my thing. And then we had Serato, like, the first, first rendition of Serato. Like, I met this lady on Craigslist in the mall. <laughs> uh, and she sold me this freaking Serato box for 200 why did she have a Serato? <laughs> she was trying to DJ. Okay. All yeah. right. Word. I think Fair I'm enough. still friends with her on um Facebook. All right. But yeah, she got me started. Shouts out to that lady. Yep. And I got some Gemini turntables. I was going to say, I bet that Serato was the uh, 
Was it like revolutionary at that point? Bro. <laughs> yeah, for many people, I'm, I mean, I, it, was it was revolutionary for me, but I can only imagine what it have been like for like a Jazzy Jeff or like the people that are seasoned far beyond the Real digital shit. integration. That's a great point. You know, like they were carrying crates, bro. They were traveling around the world spending thousands of dollars on luggage fees. Yep. <laughs> yep. And not, yeah, go like literally going to Japan and, and you have all to, over the world. And you know, you're going to Japan, you're bringing crates, but you're coming back with another crate because mm-hmm. they're digging out there and you're mm-hmm. finding loops that you're not finding in the United States. Oh, yeah. Those Japan pressings, yo. Those are, especially for anybody listening right now that is not up to date on, you know, like, I would guess you'd say maybe anywhere like hip hop culture, vinyl culture, Facts. like sneaker culture. If you're going to Japan and you're into that shit. Yeah. You're going to find some shit out there that you are not going to find over here in the States. Yeah. And a lot of these people know that and go to Japan specifically for that purpose, to find either rare-ass vinyl you can't find here or rare shoes or anything along those lines. Exactly. Bring an empty luggage with you. Real shit. <laughs> and kind of just like speed up, jump ahead a little bit to tag onto that is like, I started on this loop digger shit. Like, that's how me and Fred are like friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're hip hop heads. And like, now I'm on my whole whole corporate wave, you know, but my roots is hip hop mm. and like the real elements of that. And that is what keeps it strong, you know? I feel that. You, and so, like, I linked up with my boy that, to go back to like when I started getting into DJing. Uh-huh. I linked up with my boy Mark. Um, we went to this one event called Hella International. And I was at the Fountain Blue in Miami. And okay. it, was, it was like a day party that Stones throw through. This already sounds good. Bro, it was stupid good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, already sounds good. So, like, they had, like, first of all, I'm mad at Mad Lib because he didn't show up. He was the headliner. He's notorious for that. How but, you going to do us like that? But, yo, man? they made up for it, bro. Freaking, they brought out Lil, Lil John, A-Track, Chromeo, and uh, um, Dave One and A Track did a set back to back. Gas Lamp Killer, freaking Ooh, Fonte from Little Brother was there. Whew. Dame Funk, Mayor Hawthorne, like it was insane. Nicolay, ser- Foreign Exchange. Jeez, serious names Bro, going on there. It was I, serious. I gotta say, by the way, Fonte is easily in my top ten of MCs of all Mine time. Mine too. I, I mean, think Little Brother, man, they get they don't get the just due as far as duos or even trios. On, really. I, slept I am hoping. Hoping and praying that after that minor reunion earlier this year, uh, we I, can get a reunion tour. Yeah, I saw that on um, the Breakfast Club Poo interview that they did a little sh- uh, get together. Mm-hmm. I actually did a show at Ninth and Mac Miller, RIP. That was the same show. Damn, son. Rhapsody was on that show too. She ended up being Grammy nominated. Oh like, God, that was like a big, a big show for Rhapsody's me. a fire yeah, MC. She came Jesus. on right, right after us. Damn, and my boy son. Jay, yep. That's fucking crazy, R.I.P. Mac Miller. His team was cool. Like, I kicked it with the whole most dope. Like, Quentin, all of them. Like, Damn, son. Yeah. That's but, some crazy But ninth shit. was there. I was chopping it up like this. You know what I mean? That shit was so dope. That's ill, bro. Hell yeah. That is fucking ill. I got to see ninth, uh, like, in 2010 or 2011 when he was in Orlando. Yeah. They had this like, documentary or something, and he came down to do a, a Q&A also. Yeah. They viewed the, they did the documentary. They had like a beat battle, and then they did the Q and A, and then he did a DJ set after that. It was, nice. oh my god, some legendary shit. That's yeah, dope. I can only imagine what it was like to chop it up with that man and like take in as much as you can from him. Yeah, I've had some opportunities with a few different rappers to like really pick their brains. Some of them off the chain. Some of them are like, wow, Not you're so an much. idiot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it comes with that. Uh, 
what is that saying? You know, never meet your heroes or whatever. I definitely pierced that veil like in my career. And like, so like, I would definitely consider myself on the other side of it. Like I don't get hyped over anyone, honestly. Yeah, you can't. Cause you got to realize at the end of the day, these are all literally just fucking human beings. Just doing the same shit we're doing, trying to figure out like, it may look like they got life figured out, but they're just trying to figure out life on a day to day basis, just like the rest of us. And unfortunately they're at a disadvantage because they don't have balance on their side. And that's something that I've seen in this industry. I mean, and that just goes to, like, I'm such a hip-hop purist, and, like, now how I see it, like, I'm going to say some real shit, like, it being weaponized against the youth in a way. Yep. And those, like, you see guys are, like, freaking walking zombies. Not going to say any name, but you're falling asleep on live streams. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, you guys are definitely fulfilling what they want to happen. Most definitely. Most but, you know, definitely. And man. I seen um this locks video today, Jada Kiss. He was like, Yeah, that's the kitty section. This is grown man rap. I was like, Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's <yo>. real shit. <laughs> Jada Jada specifically has been shitting on people lately. Like the past <laughs> year he's been shitting on people. Yeah, he's never not been like thorough like oh no. He's no, insane. Like nobody ever wants smoke. I don't care who what rapper, name any they don't want smoke with Kiss, yo. Nah, son. Your best, your best. Put them up. Nah, son. It ain't like that around here, yeah, son. Nah, nah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I totally feel you there with that. Because, I mean, it's crazy how hip-hop culture almost did, you know, a fucking complete 180. You got Public Enemy with Night of the Living Bassheads. Exactly, bro. You know, That's exactly the- championing the fucking nonsense that was the drugs in the streets and shit. And then you go 20 years later, and here we are. Yeah. With this type of shit going on. That's exactly the group I'm speaking about as far as, like, a moment in time where you can obviously and honestly say, like, oh, wow, the powers that be or these banks, a.k.a. record labels, that's what they are. Yep. You know, they said, oh, shit, like, we got a problem on our hands here. Yep. Uh, We got to avert this other way. Exactly. And that's why you see, like, um, Lior Cohen and Dame Dash going at it now. Because that's the whole dynamic from that time, you know? Like, these people that they call culture vultures being... It's happened since rock and roll, jazz, all of it. But, like, you know, culturing... Vulturing, I should say, the culture and the aspect, you know? Sad that the music industry is such a fucked up place Mm. and has consistently been such a fucked up place for decades. Yeah. Like, decades. It's crazy how, like, as the music industry evolves to help the musicians out, the rest of the industry just continues to evolve as well to continue to fuck them. Well, as long as you have um, talented people coming out of the people that are oppressed and have lack of resources, you're always going to have that prey mentality because they're always going to have the leverage on you. Exactly. They know you're starving. They know you you come from shit. So they're going to offer you anything they can to get you on the Jedi, you know, get go against the Jedi and go for the Sith, you know? Yep, true that. <laughs> true that. That is crazy to think Word. about, though, man. Public Enemy had people marching in the fucking dude, streets back in the day. Professor Griff, man. Hell yeah. Dude, that shit was real as hell. Hell yeah. I got a fucking Public Enemy tattoo right here, bro. That's, that's oh, my shit. shit. Yeah, that's... Damn. Yeah, dude. Oh, I'm out here. I'm okay. out here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we turning up in here right oh, now. Yeah. Now I'm feeling real comfortable. That's hell what I'm yeah, buddy. About. That, was my, that was my real first introduction to hip-hop. That's like, beautiful. Real first shit. Like... That was the real first album I bought where I was like, this is making me feel a way that I've never felt before. Yeah. I've yeah. always said it, you know, 
the first hip hop album I bought before that was Lil Bow Wow Enter the Beware of Dog. Oh, Bow Wow is a legend. <laughs> yeah. I wish he would have just left stage right like a legend instead of trying to prove himself in his era. Real he shit. He could have just walked off and like dropped the mic. Real shit. He didn't, he like didn't, Romeo. That's what Romeo did. Bingo. I fucks with Romeo heavy. <laughs> but also his dad is a real one. Yeah, that is very <laughs> true. We just had this uh we had this conversation a couple podcasts ago actually. Who yeah. who did you back? Did you back Romeo or Bow Wow? I like both, man. I like Bow Wow more though. I was gonna I, say if you had to pick yeah, one, yeah. I like yeah. Bow Wow more for sure. Because he had rhymes, bro. Yeah, rhymes, swag, everything. And yes, my best did. friend, Armand, he looks like Calvin Cambridge. <laughs> I'm a little hot right now. Yeah, uh, trust me, I am fucking burning up over here, bro. And uh, it's just, yeah, Bow Wow, you should have just backed out, man. Yeah. Like, I tried to bring it up to the other people that were here on the show the other day, the uh, the private jet thing, and they were just like, oh, man, don't worry about that. Nah, that was too much right there. That's, That's what, what I mean. I'm saying. That it was, was too extra, much. Matt Extra, bro. You a legend, bro. They were like, oh, <laughs> they were like, oh, just whatever, you know, whatever. I was like, what do you mean, whatever? Right. Just, I think it got caught. Yeah. Full on. He was doing Drake numbers when that wasn't a thing. Exactly. It's very true. Yo, Jersey the Truth, man. I've seen him in Miami on this last tour. Shit was bananas. So you've met the Drizzy then? No, I haven't met him. I oh, but you saw him, him. But I went to the show. Okay, word, yeah, word, word. yeah. The show was fucking lit. Can't okay. lie to you. <laughs> I've never, yeah, I've never seen Drake live, honestly. Man, awesome. Yeah? Yes. Okay. And like, I'm, I'm a hip hop head, like, bro. I was going to say, yeah, so am I. Change, I change my mind. My, yeah. my favorite <laughs> show was Jay Z 444 because I went to that show. And I was like, yo, this this production, the, um, the amount of hits, the way they lay it out, the, like the curation of the music. Yo, this Drake thing. Not only was the crowd amazing, it was an arena packed. Mm. The way they had it on the, the kids on the floor for the, the energy. The stage show was immaculate. They used like um, the, the whole entire stage was like an LED screen. And it interacted with the things that he did in each song. That's fucking crazy, first off. It was insane, bro. It was insane. And, like, they had, like, a huge screen. It had to be, like, a 100-foot screen on each side of the arena going with it. And, like, they had props. They had, like, a a blimp that was a freaking Ferrari. What the fuck? (laughs) Floating over the crowd. Jesus, man. (laughs) Yo, it was insane. And then on top of that, the catalog. Of Drake, you know what I mean? Word, yeah. And then, like, it being such a normalized music of society that the energy within the curation is just like, oh, my God, there's, like, so many damn hits, like, so many hits. And then he brought Wayne out, and I, like, fucking oh, fainted. Jesus. <laughs> damn. Yeah, that that would get me, too. I'm not going to lie. You know what I mean? So it was, it was sick. I feel Migos, that. Migos was there, too. They did their thing. Oh, so you just had a whole... There was a whole fucking thing there. Yeah, for sure. A whole experience. We, uh, we kicked it with them at the club after I lived. Damn, son. Yeah. All right, all right. Respecting Offset, man. He's he's that dude. Quavo right. too, but they 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 they, they dope. I have to ask, how did you two meet? Uh, yeah, high school. We uh yeah. went to high school together. Um, in Daytona. In Palm DC. Coast, yeah. We went to uh, Matanzas High School together. Yeah. Mm. Then uh, think uh, you went away. Yeah, I went to away. FAU, and then when you came. Ronnie came back. We both were going to Daytona State and, uh, you know, just connected on that hip hop. We had a couple of mutual, yeah. mutual friends. Mutual and, friends, uh, too, for sure. Yeah. And then, yeah, man, Ronnie really put me on the digging, man. Like, uh, I was definitely <laughs> oh. on, my, uh, on my New York hip hop shit. You know, oh, I, was, uh, yeah. I went through a pretty deep hardcore punk phase in high school and, like, uh, coming out, I was, like, just trying to get back to my old stuff. Like, 
getting back on the pun, Big L, all that. And uh, I stumbled across some MF Doom shit. And yeah. that's uh, kind of when I started meeting Ronnie. And he put me on to Dilla, Madlib, mm, like, yeah, yeah, just yeah, brought yeah. me deep. Swoof. Mm, yeah, man. Yep. On to that. It's like, once you, yeah. Yeah, once, you hit that, once you hit that part, yeah. you, it's just like a full dive in. That, that was it, it was over for me. Once I found Dilla, Stones, once I found Stones Throw. My life Game transformed mm-hmm. because like the level of music and this was hip hop and it was some shit I had n- never even thought existed. Yep. And they were making stuff that was better than everything. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like, people Still always are. say, like, oh, hip hop's dead. It's not the same. Like, bro, you don't look. You got to look for it. It's exactly. music that you have to find. Always. Facts. It's starting to reemerge. Like, I was watching um, another podcast and they were Nip Hustle was on there. That's one of my favorite rappers right now, you know, is Nipsey Hussle. He's uh, phenomenal, and I really feel like, you know, his sound is in that lane of, like, real rap, but it's commercial. Mm -hmm. Even, like, the Kendricks, like, he made his audience, and he made the mainstream move to his sound. Yep. He never really conformed. I agree. So, like, you're seeing that moment of consciousness and real shit, like, pop up. Said Nipsey the other day. I saw a video of him. Uh, he was going off on about uh, not spending money on ice and shit like that. I think it was Nipsey. Oh, like he, he was, was like, younger. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. and he was talking. He was just talking about Those like assets, not liabilities. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep. And I was like, yes. That was when he was young. Yes. Yo, have you checked out his catalog? Nipsey. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know Nipsey for yeah. sure. And he got gra- um, nominated for a Grammy. That's what's up. With a victory lap, and that's well-deserved. I hope he wins. Probably not. Yeah, more than likely not. <laughs> but it, it deserves to win. I thought that was the best hip-hop album this year. I feel that. I feel that. I'm going to go with the Griselda camp just because, I mean, yeah, them yeah, boys are enough. smashing things right mm-hmm. now. You, you got to check them out after this, my my dude, most definitely. Okay. Getting um, get that Griselda-ish. I would say also the Meek, you know, the Meek album, that was I like that. Honestly, didn't hear the Meek album. Whoa. Yeah, I did not. You're going to like that. All right. All right. Fair and enough. I am i haven't really been a Meek fan. I'm a Meek fan, but I wasn't like how everyone like and held like him high. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But exactly. this shit is fucking hit ill because I think like sometimes when you go through the tragedy uh-huh. and then it, the right timing, you know, the, the beat selection on this thing's stupid. Word. Classic samples like fire. That's what's up. All yeah. you got to say is classic samples. And yeah, I'm, you're going to like hooked. it. All right, all right, okay, all right, all right. I'll check it For out. Sure. Okay, so y'all meet, y'all are digging and shit. Yeah. Is this before or after you get Dex yourself? This is right on the cuffs. This is like, the, this is all the same momentum. Gotcha. Because we had linked up with our boy Paulo. Yeah. And um, that's kind of, we all always used to kick it. And then he became like a rapper and we ended up making a crew. Word called Coast Nation. Yeah, Coast Nation. And we had that was a shit straight up. Yeah. <laughs> we had like six rappers. I was a DJ. Uh, we had like a manager, and then we started promoting our own shows with our own acts, and then we would bring in other acts on top of that, and we had like investors. Yeah, that was the C Rays Walls came out. Yeah, C Rays. Right? Yeah. yeah, we um C Rays. Mad people though, like Stally. Spitter, we have done multiple yeah. Spitter shows. Like that's Damn. my dude. Like yeah. Spitter's my guy. That's what's up. Sure. Like, uh, we've done like four shows with him. Shit, man. Um, all of them: Dizza, um, Corner Boy, Trademark, Roddy. That's all, Ill. all Jets. Like very ill. Um, we were, we would bring them out, and it's really cool because our business, Coast Nation, and Dopey and T. I don't know if you. I'm yep. sure you are. Oh yeah, this is Florida. 
they ended up becoming the people that did Rolling Loud. And it's like, man, we kind of came out at the same time and we were kind of doing the same kind of thing, you know, and it's real happy to, you know, see them hit that next level. They're smashing it, yeah. You know I mean, they're single-handedly, like, they're changing the face of music. I mean, Rolling Loud is basically, um, why am I fucking blanking right now? Um, Rock the Bells. Yeah, it's pretty it's much the new Rock the Bells. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's the premier hip hop festival in the world. R.I.P. Rock the Bells, though. Yeah, for sure. Man. I that was lucky enough to hit one in 2010. Oh, oh my yeah, god, that one was dope. Oh man, yeah. I never got one. Yeah, That's me, one. me either. We're we're gonna be salty boys over yeah. here. <laughs> that was yeah. my ninth wonder my meeting experience. Minor so. salt, for sure. Yeah. Minor salt. My thing is, you can't go to everything. That's yeah. my logic behind stuff, you know. And I've been to a lot of shit, so I can't I even be that. mad. Like I, I went to the first Okeechobee. I'm not even sure if they're gonna have it. They're not. Yeah. Yeah, but I went to the first one ever, and I was lit, you know, and I've been to so many other things. Like, the first show I've ever went to, like, as a little kid, I saw fucking Styles P. Jesus, <laughs> man. I was a child. Jesus, <laughs> That's man. when Gangsta and the Gentleman came out, and I Get High was a single. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I've that been. lit the streets on fire. That was ill. That was <laughs> ill, bro. bro. You know, I've seen Common. That was phenomenal. Erykah Badu and The Roots. Yep. Oh, that was, I saw them, man, together. Yep. Bro, that was phenomenal. That's what's up. So, uh, you, know, you know, I have like, that's why when I say the Drake thing, you know, I've really seen the best, you yep. know? I feel that. The only person I haven't seen is like Nas and Ye. Those are the only two people I haven't seen. I've seen both of them. That's dope. Yeah, I've seen both of them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I've seen I've seen The Roots a few times. I've yeah. seen Erica. Seeing Erica again in Miami this that's year for dope. three points. Three points, yeah. And, uh, Yo, I got to actually see Nas for the 20th anniversary of Illmatic. Oh shit! Was that the Tampa show? No, that was that, that was at Buku actually that music festival in New Orleans. Not too long ago, oh, right? Damn. That was 2013. Oh, okay, wow. Yeah, I think Time it was 2013. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, shit was crazy, man. I I know, right? Like it's thinking about it back, you're just like, "Oh my god, that was already fucking 5 years ago." Like, wow. Tell me about it. Yeah, but uh, Nas just poof, poof, yeah. poof. I saw Ye at Bonnaroo also that, oh, okay. that year when he went off crazy and uh, started saying fuck the what, press what and all album that shit. Was that? that was, I think that was 2015 when I saw him there. Oh, okay. Probably or two. I think or it was Jesus? right after Yeezus came out, yeah. My least favorite in the catalog. That last yeah. track, though. Bound to. Bound to. Yeah. Uh, I like Blood in the Leaves. On that one, that was probably it. I was listening. Oh, I like New Slaves. I was listening. Yeah, New Slaves is good. I was listening to a lot of old Yay today, and I was just like, man, this was such a good time period. Yeah, man. <sighs> but you know, what can you do? Yeah. I mean, I liked all the production on that last album. Uh, Yay or Yee, however you fucking yeah, say it. Yeah, we talked about yeah. this too. Yeah, we did. Nah, it's just straight. Like, wow, all that, pro- like, that production was fucking crazy. It's just all the other things that come with it. I, I don't even over- care about it. It overshadows shit. the music now. But I don't even yeah. want to make this about a Kanye podcast because I'm sure yeah, no. y'all <laughs> beat that. Oh, no. It's, it, I will it's, say, out of those we'll albums, that okay. Tiana Taylor one, man. You always I, say I, that. Like, I tell everybody <laughs> that. Don't sleep on it. It's so good. <laughs> Rose in Harlem, yo. Honestly, with the whole with the whole like controversy shit, I just really don't care at all. Facts. Like anybody who has paid attention to Kanye his entire career knows that he does this shit Facts. to get a rise out of people and start a controversy to get more attention. That's what he does every right. fucking time, and yeah. everybody buys into his shit. For sure. And I'm just like, okay, y'all are gonna buy into his shit. Into his shit. You're gonna get angry. And then a couple months later, you're gonna love him again. That's that's what's gonna fucking happen. Yeah, he's gonna drop an album, and you're gonna 
probably gonna buy it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much already happened again. So yeah. it's like, where, where they've already went through that period of hating him, and now they're in that period of like not kind of hating him, like slowly backing out, just like, okay, you know, we're we're kind of fucking with you again, kinda. It's just like, man, y'all, it, it's just the same formula every time. Yeah. Anyway, so kind of sad. So Dex though. Oh, Dex. Yes. Tex. Okay, yeah. We yeah. we got to get back on Let's track do here. It. Yeah, <laughs> stuff. This is how this is how this shit always goes, man. It's all good. Ho- hopefully, it's good content. <laughs> this is terrible content. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 man. I, that, this is what we do. The, I like organic conversation. Nice. I like going off in different tangents and rants all the time. This is this is how I know that's some real shit. Right. It's not any canned, you know, fake ass bullshit. Anyway, so feel you. You're saying. About the decks. Yes. What uh? What was the? Because I know you're looking through your records right now. You're doing a lot of digging and shit. Right. So what was the incentive then for yourself to just be like, all right, I'm gonna pull the fucking trigger and I'm gonna grab these things. That Hella International event. Word. I saw um a track like I'm like this close. I'm like this close to the decks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A track is legendary. And there's like fifty people in this party. <sighs> you know what I mean? Dumb <sighs> intimate. Like, wow. I'm intimate, like crazy. So the, and the energy there and the curation of music, this is right when dubstep happened. Yep. Maybe even a little bit before it. And I was like, my face was melting. I was like, what the freak is this? Sounds you know what I right. mean? And blending it with the rap at that time with 70 BPM that was in the trap. And then the dubstep drops like gasoline killer. Like my mind was blown. This all sounds about what, what, are, uh, what year was this? This is 2008. Okay. Yeah. 2009. That sounds about right. Yeah. Cause I remember seeing Diplo around that time too. And that's 2008, 2009. And it was the same, like him and a track both around that time were just like, we're going to get to him. Oh, <laughs> word. Yeah. Fair enough. Cause <laughs> all right, well speed that up. Two years later, it's 2010. I had been DJing two years. Diplo is from our region, our city. Uh-huh. And my good friend, Vatic, Vatic Poet, um, he's friends with Diplo West. This is before he blew up to become what he was. Yep. In the 2009, 2010, he had the paper planes under his belt. That was mm-hmm. his, his thing. But no one knew who he was. Um, so they were friends because he's from New Smyrna Beach. His And Diplo's family is from New Smyrna Beach. Yep. So we w- when he comes into town, we would always bump heads, blah, 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 blah. So we ended up booking him for our first festival that we tried to throw under the Coast Nation. Damn. Called Close to the Edge. And the headliner was Diplo. This is in 2010. Where was that held at? This is in Edgewater, Florida, but we ended up getting rained out. So oh, we moved shit. the venue to this thing called the Bank and Blues in downtown Daytona. And this is like right Yo, when Diplo, we had that's when Sea Rays went. I think and, I was yeah. there, bro. Really? I'm yeah, pretty sure I might have been there. Um, I'm pretty sure I was this there. This is in Daytona. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was there. 2010. Yeah, I I drove so from they, Orlando to go South see Rock, Daytona. South Rockets crew was there. Um, that Sea Rays was there. Um, Dame Funk. Damn, man. Dame, shout out my man Dame. Like, Legend. We, both of Dip, Diplo and... um. Dame, follow me on my networks, but I can't. I I try to message Diplo, but like, come on, it's impossible. Yeah, exactly. You know, like I wouldn't even expect that to happen. Yep. You know, but Dame, like, we could chop it up. You know what I mean? Like, that's some crazy and shit. This is bro. all from like Daytona. Like, he stayed at a bed and breakfast out there. Like, it was like freaking Dame funk and, and like chilling out here. You know, putting it down for the funk. Damn, son. Right, and this is pre like him and Snoop Lincoln. 
this is this is honestly great to me because anybody else that I really talk to about Daytona doesn't have great things to say about it. But it yeah. seems like everything that you've experienced in Daytona was just nothing but fucking good for you. Because I've like I was saying earlier about the innovation, we've always been on the wave. You know, like man, I can't even tell you. I've done 120 gigs, DJ gigs this year alone. Damn, son. Yeah, and I'm still doing a gig tomorrow. I'm at a club at 509 in Daytona, my residency every Friday. Word. I'm doing a wedding on Saturday, then I'm doing a New Year's. Damn. So, like. Your schedule lit, bro. Bro. That's how I knew you were lit. He said two months. He said, oh, December? I was like, oh, shit. He put me on his business. Sign me up. I'm about to sign up right now. Trying, uh, 2019, hey. I'm shit out of luck. Trying, <laughs> trying out here. You know, you know. I would like to come back and um, promo some music in the future, oh. but I know you hella booked. Oh, we can we can always do that though. <laughs> you just gotta you know just gotta time it out correctly. I bet that's what I be telling people now. I'm just like yo, like I I love book pe- booking people whenever, but you know if you really want to like time it with something, right. you're gonna have to get at me so then we can actually work with you and make that shit work. Right, for sure. Um, but so yeah, by all means in the future we can definitely do that. Back to this Diplo thing real quick. It was special for me because I've had a lot more interactions with him after and just going to see him at, you know, EDC and all kind of different things, mm-hmm. local events. Um, he played on my turntables. Oh. Like, so it kind of christened it for me. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got photos oh. and everything from it, you know, <laughs> like got to chop it up one on one, just ask him, you know, pick his brain. And that's been the, the coolest moments. Dude, that is so fucking crazy because I swear to you, I was at that show. You probably saw me. I was definitely at that show. Like, I'm pretty fucking sure I was at that show. You said it was called Close to the Edge? Close to the that Edge. That was the name Music of the fe- festival. Yeah. I was at that show. <laughs> for sure. That was dope. That's so crazy, yo. Yeah, we threw that. Damn, son. And it worked out because the, we were so in over our heads, bro. <laughs> a fucking festival, you know, multiple stages, a huge field, yeah. vendors, yep. you know, it was like 20 years old. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. And then it like it helped us because it rained out. It was rainy and cold. And it was like, all right, we moved this to a secondary location. Mm-hmm. And like the amount of people we did attract, it was lit for that location. In yeah. a field, it's like, ah. Because I remember it was in a, it was in a building, right? It's in a building that used to be a bank. Gotcha. Called the Bank and Blue. So it's like a bank lobby. I just remember there was a, yeah, the, for the building space that we were in, there was a good amount of people, but I still had space to be able to, to like dance, do my thing. Right. And I remember I was like standing right in fucking front of Diplo. Like right. he was right there. I was right. just like, man, this is, this is pretty fucking lit right now. I'm not going to lie. Word. So, you know, Daytona. Hats off to you, sir. Thank you. Um, Daytona really has a special place in his heart. I know that for a fact, you know, so I, it was really cool for him, I'm sure, at that time, because what he would come, like he would, what he would become, is just insane. Oh yeah, it's you know, like "Lean On" being one of the most streamed songs ever. Yeah, you know, and not, not to mention the production credits across musical boundaries, you know, out of this world, and actually doing something to a united front. Music like Major Laser, anybody as who's a global phenomenon, anybody who's ever been to a Major Laser show is like, I if you have not, I highly suggest it. It's just like, it's that, what the world needs. That's straight a up. good. That's a good fucking time right there. Yeah, man. like he's doing shows in India and freaking Sri Lanka, and right? <laughs> putting on the for them, Congo, like you putting know? on for them Florida boys. That's way real, to, bro. Way to go, Diplo. Up. Exactly. You know, so that's a beautiful thing. You know, I had a lot of 
a lot of the people that I looked up to or got a chance to, like, brush shoulders with. You know, I did a show with the cool kids. That was dope at the social. I think I was at that show, too. Oh, for real? Because I was looking at the uh, the thing you sent me, and I saw that, that it was with the cool kids at the social. I was like, yeah. I'm pretty sure I was there. Yeah, yep. I, did that. I did a lot of stuff. A lot. That's so fucking crazy, man. ASAP Mob. My boy Ferg. Shout out. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. So it's like it, this all this time DJing and shit. And how many have you been able to go to like uh, I'm assuming international as well? Or? Yeah, definitely. I've done um, two international shows, and then I did. Um, I went to Europe. I went to Germany, and I kind of just shadowed. My cousin is a program director out there. Uh huh. So like I went out there and I saw everything like the German radio business. Oh, program director for radio out yeah. there. Okay, this, FM. Um, big FM. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, huge station. You know, like they have Steve Aoki do in-house sets. Okay. You feel me? Like <laughs> all right. <laughs> just just like that. Yeah, it's like that. So like when I was out there, I kind of it was like a loose internship. You know, I was sitting on the, on the meetings. Sometimes I didn't know what the fuck was going on because I didn't speak German. Mm-hmm. But I also was in the studios with the engineers for the station. And then I also met engineers that worked with real artists that are in relation to the station. So I was out there and I uh, was basically in the studio with the equivalent, not even the equivalent, the German voice. You know, the show The Voice? Yes. I was with the German version of that. Wow. So I was in their studio and I was with the artists. I'm still friends with some of them. Cause like a Kajat, she would like went real deep. She went like to second or third. She almost won it. Damn, son. A uh, German vocalist. And I just spent time out there and um, learned a lot. But I did two shows. I, I frequent Australia and Papua New Guinea. Word. Uh, I do uh, shows with my partner, um, Jay Liasi. He's an international um, artist. Um, sick. He's also the one I did shows with out here with Mac Miller, Big Sean, J. Cole. So we do shit everywhere. But. How is Australia, by the way? Because my pops, he was in the Navy, and he said of all the places he was stationed, that was his favorite shit. It's nice as hell there. Like, I, I where's uh, Brisbane? Mm-hmm. Been out in Brisbane, chilling. Got a steak uh, and a beer for, like, 10 bucks. Hey. Combo, you know? Not bad, not bad. You know? And, um, Did you run any animals that might kill you? Nah, I, I <laughs> always wanted to do that, but we, we weren't <laughs> on that mission, you know? I feel that. It, it was really just a layover because our work is in Papua New Guinea. Gotcha. My boy Jay is a Papua New Guinean um, citizen, but he also was an American citizen. He has like a super unique story, dog, like some shit from a movie. That's why he's a star, you know? <laughs> That's how it goes sometimes. And um, he goes back and forth there. He's like the biggest artist in that country. Damn. And uh, I do shows with him out there. That's crazy, like, He bro. just did a freaking show for freaking, uh, what is his name? Not I don't know why. Freaking the vice president. For uh, Pence? of the United States, yeah, uh, Pence. Jesus, Pence. what? Yep. And then um, Putin was supposed to be there, but he ended up sending the ambassador. So what? I'm dead <laughs> ass. This happened like two weeks ago. He, per- he performed for them. I swear. <laughs> okay, all right so then. So that's the kind of stuff you know, like we've been on out there. So like we were talking earlier about the media experience. When I go there, it's everything. We do freaking television, talk mm. shows radio every type of radio show like you know like from pop radio to like controversial stuff where we actually sit down and we talk go deep yeah Yeah. um in person like the kids come and freaking play video games with us in the store and they live stream like crazy shit over there that's what's up you know it was like a crazy experience and you know like 
on some like Chris Brown stuff, we can't even like walk around there because they'll chase us. You that, know, so it's pretty bonkers. Yo, that's <laughs> that's gotta be like some some real like you know. And I, I don't, don't really know. speak about these things, but that's the podcast. You know, we're yeah. talking and we're really expounding on these things. But exactly, like, you can't really tell someone here in Orlando like, oh yeah, you know, girls chase me and other countries it's like shut the fuck up yeah exactly it's like <laughs> all right bro okay yeah that's so got to be like the strangest culture shock to, it really to is. experience and i went out there I, i've seen the villages you know it's really like humble living you feel me it's a third world you know I feel that so like to go and touch those people too like i'm sure i had an impact on them that i really can't even understand most definitely you know I totally understand that, man. That's like when I went to Nicaragua last year. It yeah. was the it's that same thing, you know. All these people are so happy and so hyped to see you, and they'll do anything for you. And you're driving around, and you're seeing like most of these people are living in like straight huts, like right. tin huts with tin roofs, you know, Facts. barely if that, exactly. if they even have that. Exactly. So it's it's I totally understand those those experiences are very humbling and yeah. they're necessary. I it feel was, like it was extremely humbling so many different emotions when i was out there you know like there's just moments where i couldn't even keep my emotions together because it was deep to be able to connect with those people but like to for me to be there you know what i mean i started with like i said a craigslist i found some turntables craigslist i found a serato box and i frequently was in my grandmother's bedroom in the back just like you know scratching it out at my grandma's house you know in the back that's crazy. And it's like, yo, the mind is nuts. Like, what you could do with, you know, action. If you dedicate yourself. Facts. Yeah. I went across the planet. <laughs> that is crazy, bro. <laughs> so, like, that shit was humbling and overwhelming. Damn, man. For real. Damn, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. For real, for real. So, I'm I'm sad to say you don't have to travel around with, with crates of vinyl, huh? <laughs> exactly. Because I wouldn't have been able to afford that. I want to see somebody still... I want to know who is traveling around today in this day and age with crates of vinyl still. I mean, you got guys that pop up. And There's do, a couple. Because I just saw, a matter of fact, um, this morning, I was watching uh, J-Rock. I don't know if you know him. Oh, J- I know J-Rock. Yeah. R-O-C-C-C J-Rock? Yeah, that oh, J-Rock. Yeah, I know he J-Rock. He did a broiler room. Yeah, he just he did go- it like, it was like last week, right? Yeah, and it was wax. Some of it was wax. I didn't get to hear the whole thing, but the beginnings. Gotcha. That was fucking wax. Yeah, because that popped up on my YouTube. I yeah. just didn't get a chance to watch it yet. Mm-hmm. See, we 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 know you gotta we you know. gotta you can't do what I'm talking about and not be on the freaking front wave of not it be all. immersed like, in it. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I I noticed how much of my intake because like my girl, she's like not from this world, you know, and like she knows so much about it now because I have so much information, you know, and it's like oh such a such. I'm like oh shit, how the fuck? How does I, I was, how do you know about him? I was gonna say yeah. How does that does that make you feel like? Dope to to know yeah, that she's sure. like she's accepting of it. Oh yeah, was oh, she yeah. was she not accepting of it at first? Oh, always accepting. Okay, cool. Yeah, for sure. Cause I'm, you know, I'm I'm just passionate about it, for real. So she supports the shit out of you. Yeah, like once she was like, I had took a bro- like a break from like production, and she was like, Yo, you haven't made nothing in a while. I was like, Shit, yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're in here and crank something out and that's what came out with this rfc thing i played some of it for afredo we, we got about like uh 10 tracks word it's me and my boy prince flex and my boy two chill and word. i produce it it's a hip-hop project hell yeah yeah Very dope. and i have Very dope. that's what's up and uh we have two other singles but it's more like electronic up-tempo stuff okay just because i'm a dj yeah for sure so i'm kind of catering and then i'm working with a girl in la um she wor- is on 
After Buzz, you know that YouTube channel? Mm-hmm. She I does do. like shows on there. She sings too, so we have a few tracks. Word. Yeah. Damn. Haley J. Damn son. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Bro, I'm trying to stay on it. Hey, when is this? When is this? Uh, is there any? January first is the first single, hip hop shit. Boom. Yeah, that's why I was saying uh, it was a little. I was a little early. A few days. I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> but um, Ronnie creates on um Instagram. Stay up to date with it. I'm gonna be dropping all that shit on there. It's gonna be on every streaming platform. Most definitely, man. And I'm hyped to hear, too, that you mess with, like, the up-tempo electronic stuff, Bro, too. I love it. Because we were just having this conversation the other day, too. Like, now in this day and age, like, right. people do not think about hip-hop music as electronic music, but it, it is electronic it is. music. Like, it, it, it really all, is. It's all based off what, you know, what we talked about earlier in My Roots is in Soul. All of this shit is Soul. Yep. Like, Oh, yeah. The James Brown breaks and... These are the things that they sped up in Chicago and exact- Detroit. Exactly. And this is the same shit that they just looped in the park in the Bronx. Yeah. It's just literally tempo. Yep. You know what I mean? And then it's crazy how it becomes its own phenomenon. And it's to the point where people don't even know its true origin. Exactly. And that's some of my beef with the game, too, especially being, you know, uh, my upbringing. You know, it's a shame that we don't necessarily get the same shots at our own culture. I feel that. I'm so trying much. to say that as political as possible. Uh, yeah, no, I, I got you. I yeah. got you. I definitely feel that, bro. So that's why I have to like overcompensate by being so active, and I haven't even be- begun. Which is good though, man, because we need people like that. That's dope. We need people like that to spearhead this this part of the hip hop culture that you know not isn't. I wouldn't say is forgotten or anything like that, but right. I'm just saying like has been pushed to the back burner for now. Mm. Uh, we need people like like ourselves to to spearhead that shit and right. champion it and and bring it to the forefront man cuz yeah. i mean this is and this like is what i'm it's super about. nervous about this hip hop project like cuz this is the first time i'm stepping out on my own like i've always executive produced things okay. and like all of the artists that i've been telling you about that i've traveled with i've even produced for other artists as far as like actual production you know i come from a, a trained background with orchestra and stuff like that so I may not actually be playing the instrumentation, but I'm formatting, I'm bringing in the right players, I'm providing textures to the song. So now, this is me playing, this is me. Like, Damn. You feel me? Damn. So it's a whole nother, like thing for me, a whole other side that I'm about to unveil. That's ill, though, but, man. But like, letting people like Fredo, <laughs> Fred. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, hear it you know i had to let him hear it you know like i feel that had to let him see i feel that he looks yeah. happy about it i am yeah <laughs> i'm excited i'm excited it's finally coming out this is like what like back in early september that i first heard about it you right. know and like i'm like man i wish you could have left some of that shit with me the <laughs> <laughs> word it's right, coming it's like, uh, yeah. my first single is hip-hop shit word you know it's homage straight up it's got to be dope to see, like, your homie, like, you know, bringing all this shit to fruition, yeah. doing all these things. That's and I honestly didn't even know about half that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Word. It's like, nigga, I'm learning here, too. Yeah, I a, try not to, you know, talk about stuff like that. I don't. No, I trust me. Even I totally like understand. Even being on this podcast, I'm like, shit, are people going to think I'm like some type of like I'm bragging? Yeah, but I guess no, this will be the time, you know, yeah, for me to sell myself. Exactly. Yeah. And it, and I don't even think it's I don't think it's bragging at all right. in any way, shape or form, because anybody who actually is listening and understands context clues and can mm. pick up on tone and inflection of people right. in a conversation, they understand you're not being a dick. You're just this is just what's happening. This Facts. is that's it. Like, Facts. And, you know, like I haven't hit that point 
um, I guess, monetarily that comes with some of the experiences I've had. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this is a true grind. Like, I am in the music business. Yep. Like, this is the shit that the people don't see. They think it's just blunts and freaking broads, you know? But, like, it's a day-to-day grind. Like, I am a part of the industry. There's people that are in the music industry that don't even touch the mic. Yep. You know? So, like, I'm just part of that working engine. And even, like, the corporatized DJing that I do as far as the weddings and stuff like that, like, I'm providing a tangible service of music that's needed. You'd be surprised where people need DJs. It's crazy. Most definitely. You know? Where's some of the weirdest places you've DJed? (sighs) Bro, shit. I mean, I've done all kind of restaurants. Um, I've done funerals, like um, what are they called? Celebrations of life. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I've done that. I've done like two of those. Um, How was that? It's okay. Um, the last one I did, it was uh, for a really cool person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was, it was, it was nice. It was dope. Yeah, and that that this person was of a wealthy family, so it was like a huge thing, you know. Word. Um. Man, I, I'm trying to recall, like, bro, even, all right, so coming up, like, that's the thing that people don't understand, the gigs that I did that, oh, my God, they're the grimiest. Well, you had to take yeah, to Yeah, like, bro, yeah. I, and this is, like, right when the EDM scene became what is known as EDM. Yeah, the, exactly. Like, exactly. the beginning of that bubble. You know what I mean? So I was doing things. I was in the dubs, dub staff. She used to call them the, the dungeons. <laughs> Because it's just straight whomp, 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 Oh, yeah. Whomp, oh, yeah. Bass heads. Whomps, like, whomps, Bro, like, Whoops. I was in there. Like, people's I'm, houses and wherever the fuck they could set these things up, I'm, I was there. I'm technically still in there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Like, obviously, as a, um, a DJ, too, I'm still there, too. Like, yeah. I'm just more selective with my schedule. Like, I can't be as... I feel that. ...underground as I once was. But Not, you... I, I see what you mean, though. You were, yeah. at, you were at some interesting functions before. Yeah, like, I had to get it. And I would de- be DJing on, like, freaking ironing boards. Damn. You know what I mean? Damn. Like, this is not even an exaggeration. I feel that. So, like, I've been able to do everything in, in between it. And that's why I'm able to continue. And I really put in that work. That's what's up, bro. For sure. Damn. Damn, so, man. 2019, I think it's going to be a good year. I'm looking to be more active, again, in actual music scene. You know what I mean? Because obviously I have my, I have connections and I'm still like active, but I'm talking about like a force. Gotcha. You know? Word. And I think the music is going to help. Now, I wanted to ask also, you mentioned about investing as well earlier. We haven't even talked about that. Let's get it. Yeah. So uh, what... (laughs) What kind of pushed you to kind of have that entrepreneurial mindset and to invest in things? And, and what are you taking interest in, if well, you don't mind talking about I think about I it? always had that, even as a kid. I just didn't have the outlet or anyone to show me to put those skills together. It took me years to realize that I was actually ahead of my, ahead of my class, you mm-hmm. know? Because if you go through the school system, they'll tell you you're retarded. Or you yep. look on the TV and you're, you're looking at role models that don't even look at look like you. Yep. You feel me? So it took me forever to feel like to feel my power. So I really felt like I said the DJ made me business astute. And I realized that, oh, shit, like I don't want to DJ forever. <laughs> I feel like, that this hurts. No, I feel that spring break at um, Daytona, which is coming up. It's lit. That shit hurts. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no sleep. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, I mean, it's not possible. And then like. Also, DJing in these weird places, sometimes awesome places, I would run into DJs on 40, 50, and it's like, bro, 
really? You still? know what I'm saying? Like, still, dog? Like, yeah. I'm not trying to be like you. Yep. So that's one of my motivations. Don't be one of those broke DJs on the mic. Yeah. Old I, as hell. I feel that, man. Somebody, a, a photographer I interviewed that I'm really close with the other day, he he said something along those same lines. He was just like, man, like, I'm not trying to not trying to do this, this picture-taking shit all the time. Like, you mm. got to... Anybody, he's like, he said it like this, like anybody nowadays who's a photographer and doesn't have like three or four other grinds or hustles at the same time, right. like you're shooting yourself in the foot because you have to be a jack of all trades in this day and age. For sure. Um, Photography is a little bit different because I do dabble in that as well. Mm-hmm. And that goes along with my investing. I realized that I had a, after building so many different brands, like the Coast Nation, like I, we, I, me and my partner built that, but I have a certain aspect of branding that came naturally to me. I also came up with a lot of different internet concepts that were like real big underground. I had a huge Tumblr called um, the Culture Revo. Interesting. That was huge. That was massive. That was on some like subculture back when that was when Tumblr was lit. You know, it was just alternative thinking. Yo, I missed the whole Tumblr wave. Like, bro, that was lovely. Totally missed it all. That was lovely. I had a homie that had probably like the top. In the, he was in the top 10 of popular tumblers called Obsexed. That was like one of... He was doing what Instagram did before. Like, if he would have came out with the social network, he would have been the man. Damn. It was like a model directory. Back when the models were still coming up, some of the most famous girls now, they started on Obsexed. Huh. This is crazy. And he had like a, he had a, um, a database of different girls all over the world. And they were just models and they would get re-tumbled. And it was like the pre-twitter like you know gotcha that's what you did you were reblogged. that was like the hot shit interesting yeah that's how like our futures wave started that's true tumblr that's true asap mob like they caught that wave damn but um i had that brand so long story short um i went to school uh to get my social media certification so not only am i all, like good at social media but i'm actually certified with skill sets to help businesses with that same exact thing, branding and social media services. True so, that. Excuse me. So I started a business in that. Uh, and that's what I mean by uh, I'm an investor. I own different businesses that help f- solve problems. Word. Um, we also, you see my shirt here, Coalition Academy. Um, mm-hmm. We teach students how to do technical analysis, which is like uh, basically what you see on the stock market channel. We don't trade stocks. We trade Forex, which is for, um, current exchange. Gotcha. Currency exchange. And uh, we also trade Bitcoin, current cryptocurrencies. Mm-hmm. Um, we teach people how to margin trade it. So we teach them how to basically make money going up and down. You just have to have the right technical analysis and the right skill set to pull out the trades. Most definitely. So that's one of the things that I'm in. So not only am I investing in the market, but I'm also a co-owner in a uh, company called the Coalition Academy that specializes in helping people learn. That's what's up. You we, said you're teaching kids that too? Uh, we or have, that's just like, no, that's just a straight anyone. academy. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. All right. Like, it's for kids too. Like, if parents were smart, they would teach their kids at teenage, you know, to make money in the markets because anyone could do it. People would think that it's a skill set that isn't available to them, but it's very available. And this is the time with the technology. Oh, yeah. It just requires so a like, little bit of time and, yeah. and effort. That's all. So, that's been my biggest focus since June. We launched that. So, like, in 20, in this upcoming year, is really just managing all those investments like even investing like dj wise not only do i do everything we spoke about but i actually 
and part owners in actual business ventures like um, RJM Entertainment and um, Seasons Weddings and Events. Um, what we do is weddings and events. You know, Word. we provide photo booths. We contract videographers and photographers, and we provide DJs and day of planning. You know what I mean? So, like, all of these things are services, and they render cash. <laughs> Dipping your toes in a little bit of everything, basically. You got to. Like, we're in a different economy. We're in the gig economy. Like, make that shit shake. Got to be versatile, man. Facts. Always. You know? Diversify your bonds. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I can just teach you how to diversify in crypto. Hey, I've I've actually been on the crypto for a minute. Yeah. That is for sure. I don't believe the hype. Well, right now you got Bitcoin doing what it's doing. Um, but that <laughs> is win, baby. understand that Bitcoin is not to go too deep. It's the beginning of what is to come. So you can't put all your eggs in that one basket. But best nope. believe there's going to be something coming behind it that's going to be on fire. Oh yeah, buddy. Trust me. I'm I'm all in. I, I'm buying right now when I can. That is for sure. That's what's up. I'm doing my thing doing my thing out here you know yeah you know you know but damn yo i think we should uh i think we should probably wrap this up just because i have other things to do after this Facts. as well yeah. and i i think that this has been absolutely lovely and like yo di- yo yo that's what's up, this, man. Is, this has been this, this has been quite good like i any, had a feeling this was gonna work anytime <laughs> anytime i can get Anyone who knows about Stone's Throw, like right <laughs> off the bat, like pff, pff, done, son. Like, yo, That's lit. yeah, I I love having the real hip hop heads in here mm. for these conversations. I talk to all kinds of people. I, I talk to SoundCloud rappers too. I talk to fucking everybody. But I love talking to real true hip hop heads right. that come in here because we know the culture. Facts. We live and breathe this culture. Facts. And this is the shit that we grew up loving. So much that it fucking hurts at points. Seriously. Yeah. You can't even like, you, you don't even know why you love it so much at mm-hmm. points, but it's, it just, it brings those feelings and emotions that you can't get from anything else. So yeah. to be able to share these conversations with people like yourself is a special thing for me. And I appreciate for sure. you for coming through to do this. Thanks for having me. And uh, one thing I would like to, to say is I'm just a historian of the sound. Like, you know, I mean, not even just hip hop, but sound music like, in general. Yeah, yes. Like, yes. And that's part of it. You know, if you guys want to get become good rappers, even the SoundCloud guys, like you said, yo, take time and learn what came before you. It's that simple. Exactly. You know, exactly. Respect the grind. Yes. 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 Respect those who laid the path before us for, for us sure. to walk on it. Most definitely. And um, check out the blog, godscreate.com. If you want to, you know, that's another venture that I'm an investor in. That's I own it, but like that's one of my investments. Guys, create um, it's the world star for smart people. Straight up. Hey, that sounds enticing to me, yo. Bro, lit on there. I'm most. telling you, that's my best work. Hey, I'm in. I'm in for sure. And of course, people at home be on the lookout for this new single dropping from yes. this new project as yes. well. RFC Hip Hop Shit is the name of the song, and yes. we got other tracks. Level up, blah, make it happen. Uh, it's going to be on streaming platforms. So godscreate.com or Ronnie creates on Instagram. Uh, it's going to be live. I'll be posting and sharing as they come. That's out lit. As well yeah. We got to um, get on the gram. Oh, make sure we're always, oh, I got you, bro. Yeah. We're going to make this sh- thing shake. Oh, I got you. I got you, son. Fred, do you have any shout outs you would like to, uh, like um, to throw out there? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm happy this worked out, you know, happy I could, uh, 
be a little middleman in the linking up of these. Thank you, yeah. These two yeah. Big Thank you for facilitating, and, you know, bro. Uh, Most definitely. Yeah. Shout out my wife for letting me come out tonight. Yeah. <laughs> shout out wifey. <laughs> you know. I, uh, yes. Made a little sneak in after work, so yes. nice. appreciate you guys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you made it, y'all. That, yeah, that shit was dope. Like. Yeah, I had to. I had to. Yeah. <laughs> Good shit, man. Good Yee. shit. Are there any other last words anyone would like to say real fast before I end this? Last words, man. Keep creating. Guys will always create. Yes. I like it. I love it. You can find me personally on Twitter at the Steez Trap and on Instagram at the Steez Trap. And with all that good shit aside, we are done for today. I hope you all enjoyed yourselves as much as I did. And I hope you all take care of each other, love each other, all that good stuff. Give somebody a hug. Give somebody a pat on the back or something along those lines. Or just show somebody some new music, man. Do something. Do some random act of kindness for somebody that you don't know. Why not? Just because. Feel that vibe. Well, that being said, we are out of here, y'all. Much peace and love. <laughs>